Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast, I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me again this week, or if you're joining me for the first time, thank you, welcome. I'd like to start here with a scripture from the book of Psalms. We're looking at Psalms chapter 20, starting in verse 6, and this was written by David. He says, Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stand upright. Save, Lord. May the king answer us when we call. When David here speaks about the we, he's speaking about the anointed ones. He's speaking about those who belong to the Lord, his children, those he's going to save. I bring this passage up because I don't know if any of you in the U.S. or in the world have been paying attention in the last week or two to what's going on in the financial markets. Uh, it's, uh, some people have coined it, a bloodbath. And y- you go on you know, sites like YouTube and there are videos being uploaded every minute of every day with people analyzing what's going on in the stock market or the bond market or cryptocurrency. And everything just looks like it's bottoming out. Real estate patterns are changing as far as available homes and home prices inventory, all of these things. And there's a lot of doom and gloom out there. There are many messages of, well, not of hope, right? Not hopeful messages, hopeless messages. There are people who put all of their money into one investment and have seen that disappear. There are people who are going through some very dark times right now because of what's happening in their lives financially. Many have put their trust in the world and the world's systems. And what we're seeing right now in the financial markets is just one example of how the world will let us down. There is no guarantee. There is no security when we trust in the institutions of man. We can hope for the best. We can be strategic. We can try hard. But at the end of the day, when we talk about hope, when we talk about security, it really is only available in one place. There is only one guarantee for sustenance. There is only one guarantee for salvation. Forget about provision. Salvation. Let's talk about the real deal. Let's talk about the end game. Let's talk about the point of all of this. Because there are some people who are going to make out like bandits after this whole financial fluctuation happens. Once it bottoms out, things start to go back up. Those with means will take advantage of that and they will come out ahead in the end. For them, this will be a great time. But that doesn't really mean anything in light of eternity. That really doesn't mean anything in light of, again, the end game. What's the end game? not this life certainly not this life this is the appetizer this is the precursor this is what we have now but which is a vapor it's going to be gone like that so fast and all of a sudden we're going to be hit with 
eternal life, what life really is. And that's the point of all of this. Horses and chariots might help you now. Your finances might help you now. Your personal connections in government or business or even in society might help you now. But this life is not about now. And that's the trap. That's the trap is when people think that life is all about this living and breathing in this world, in this system of things. If you think this is all there is, then sure, of course you put your trust in those things. Because the point is to have the best life here by those standards. But we, the anointed ones, the children of God, the chosen ones, we understand that there is much more to life than this. When we read this passage, when we read the Psalms, generally, when we read the Psalms, assuming that the Psalms we're reading are written by David, because we're not sure on all of them. On this one, we're sure, it's a Psalm of his. When we read these words, we have to keep in mind the perspective of the writer. David had seen a lot in his life to this point. He had seen what it was like to trust in chariots, to trust in position, to trust in government, to trust in man's armies, to trust in everything in this world that appears to have great power and authority and influence. But that power, authority, and influence only exists in this world. So how great is that power, authority, and influence when it exists only in a place that is imperfect and temporary, that will pass away. We can be tempted to read this passage and think that David is just talking about hard times. You know, when things get rough, where do we put our trust? But he's not. He's not talking about just hard times. He's talking about always. He's talking about life, generally. Where do we put our trust for everything? Hard times, easy times, Mediocre times that really make no difference and don't make a blip on our radar at all. During all times, where is our trust? In all things, where is our trust? For some people, they are their own horses and chariots. They think, I can take care of it. I can always take care of it. I'm good enough. I'm big enough. I'm strong enough. I'm smart enough. I have what it takes to take care of it all. I'm very self-confident. They think that's a good thing, right? They think it's a good thing to believe in themselves. But where does faith in yourself get you when that's the only faith you have? It gets you nowhere. The same place it gets the one who has faith in other people instead of the Lord, or in other systems instead of God's system, God's government, God's arrangement of things, God's kingdom. Today's episode is about taking stock of how we live our lives from the perspective of what am I anchored on? Let's say you're one of those people who has a lot of your money invested in these financial markets and it's not doing well. Are you thinking, well, if this thing bottoms out and I lose everything, I'm done? Or are you thinking, well, I could be financially wiped out, but my trust isn't in my finances. My trust isn't in that balance. My trust isn't in some number. My trust is in the Lord. 
And if it bottoms out and I get wiped out, I'm no worse off. I'm no less than I was. I'm certainly loved no less. And I'm no less secure than I was in the Lord. It seems obvious that what's happening in the financial markets right now will be a time of testing for the world. However, I think more than that, it is certainly a time of testing for the church. Do we ride the wave of anxiety and fear and nervousness? Do we start to think as the world thinks? Do we look at the situation with dread, with worry? Or do we understand that regardless of how this plays out, regardless of how the world systems end up playing out, we're still fine. We're not trusting in that. We're trusting in the Lord and He's unwavering. He doesn't change. Nothing's different. My salvation is no different. Your salvation is still the same. There's a song taken from another psalm called As the Deer. It just talks about how much we need the Lord, how much we want Him, how much we depend on Him. Like that ibex in the wilderness, in the desert, with very little natural sustenance out there. So dependent on that little stream, that little trickle of water for life, really to stay alive. That's how much we're supposed to depend on the Lord. So when you read the news, if you watch these videos with updates on financial climate, take it all with a grain of salt. Have the right perspective. We don't see things the way the world sees things. We should be seeing things soberly and clearly and through the lens of those who know the truth. So the hope, the prayer, would be that through all of this and in all things that are to come as we continue through these last days, that we would stand firm, knowing that our trust is in the Lord, first, foremost, and last, ultimately, regardless of any other circumstances, we will put our trust in the Lord. Father, we thank you that you are steadfast. You're immovable. When we anchor ourselves on you, we will not be shaken. We will not be moved. We will not be tossed to and fro by the waves. Father, the fires may come, but we will not be burned. Lord, we thank you that you provide this stability for us. And if there be any way in our lives where we have decided to trust in something else other than you, Father God, please reveal that to us, that we would repent and change our ways, that we would, we would do what David says here, that we would do what you command us to do, which is to trust wholly in you. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.